episode number 85 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you're, you're, you're back from the spotties. Um, you've got your sporting a festive Christmas jumper. I am. You're looking the part once again for, for, for all the festivities. And it's, uh, we're just chatting uh, offline how, how busy this, this weekend and the last sort of few days has been in the forthcoming couple of weeks it's, be, it's going to be for everyone, eh? I know it's 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 a it's a good time here, but it's a really it's struggle to get the runs in. You know, you're kind of uh, you find that you're running really. It's a real effort because I I'm not used to I'm not used to, maybe I'm just not such a social butterfly. I don't know about you, but I'm not used to having like stuff on every night. It's uh, so squeezing runs in is tough. How are you getting? How have you been finding it? Tom, you're one of the most social butterfly people I know. You're always mingling with the. Uh... The lads and the lasses, you know, doing, <laughs> you, you've got your fingers in many pies. <laughs> oh, do you know? But I tell you, last last week was a, uh, it, it was so. What was it? Th- Friday night work night out. I say work night out. It was a classic midday lunch through till like so. It was a, just a work day of a uh, of debauchery, and then on <laughs> then on Saturday, what was it doing? Saturday, a Saturday, Saturday. It was my birthday, so I was out and I went out with. Um, a couple of mum and dad, and then we had a, uh, which was nice, spent the day with them. And then Sunday, it was, uh, we were up at the turkey trot, and then, which, this is a funny thing. People think of Lossiemouth as being like a local race up here. It's about an hour and 40 minutes to get to it. So we were, get at least, your neck of the woods, you'll know that. So all the way up there, watch Fiona run, all the way back, folk round here, round the spotty, and um, all amazing, but you just don't have a, a breath to catch. So And this week is more of the same. Um, so yeah, but it's very good, and I've got to. I'll hold my hands up right now. I'm out of Markathon. I've called off the <laughs> yeah, wagon. Yeah, yeah, oh no. uh, I forgot I was doing it. <laughs> well, I, so I'll, um, excuses are interesting but irrelevant, as one of our coaches once said. But my my excuses are, I was I had a I was just full of cold last week, and the only time I could run was at like six a.m. And I'll be completely honest. Couldn't be arsed. <laughs> I just couldn't be arsed. And I thought, do you oh, know what? Man. To get up to do 25 minutes, nah. I felt like absolute rubbish. You're letting the TRS fans down. They were they were rooting for you. you... The, the TRS friends are surely the TRS fans are more interested in my health. That's my. Uh, and actually, <laughs> this is interesting. I said this to some of the boys today. You know when you're injured and you and I'm I'm don't get me wrong. I can run now, but when you're, I feel like I've like four or five weeks out and I'm thinking, what's another day? Anyway, I had the last week was too much drinking and too much eating, so I am. I was going to say I'll wait till first of January. No, no, today's the day. I'm back on it. I'm going to try and get a, try and kickstart this training because London is not a million miles away now. And Tom also missed the uh, the the running injury prevention session on Thursday morning as well. So uh, he's not he's. Currently, Tom's on Santa's naughty list, so I know. I was gut- to... actually I was more gutted to miss that than I was to miss uh, you know to miss a run that day. I'm going to pull the plug on it if uh, if we don't have our you know our runners on board, you know, saying that they're <laughs> going to come and they they fail to turn up, you know. So, uh, aka Steve Buchan, he's turned up once out of five <laughs> sessions, so he needs to get his finger out because he's down as on that on that list as uh, as as a attendee, so. Get once he's been there out of four sessions so far. The last one, right now. Anyone who's on this, I want a full turn up on Thursday. Number one <laughs> reason does Tom? You know why I want a full turn up on Thursday? 
what happened Pass. to you last week? What was it? What was something special about last week for you? Last week for me? Oh, come on. There's once in a year. Oh, it's, oh, it's your birthday on Thursday. Exactly. So I'm, oh, getting, right. I'm, getting out, I'm getting out of my bed and I'm going to turn <laughs> up to this 6am, 6.30am session on my birthday. And if I don't have a full turnout, that's it. I'm pulling the plug, boys and girls. Of course. I forgot. I, didn't mind. I, I, thought, your head, I thought your birthday was the... I thought it was... I thought it was sooner than that. I thought for some reason I had it in my head that your birthday was on Wednesday. All right, okay, Thursday. Thursday, okay, cool. so a full turn up, folks, to the yeah. running injury prevention. And if you haven't registered, just just turn up, okay? Uh, I'm the sure. More, we'll, the more the merrier. We can more, take 50. The, the more fine. the merrier for the last one. We'll, we'll, we'll use the last one as a taster session for some of you. The seasoned pros uh, who have been turning up every week, um, they'll be on some heavier weights. Uh, some some new moves, um, so they're doing really well. So uh, yeah, but anyway, that's that's enough about that. So, um, so on a more recent then, Kyle has been rubbing shoulders with some celebrities. So t- Kyle, tell us all about your. In fact, well, let's let's start. There's a few things to talk about this week. Um, let's start with Spotty, Sports Personality of the Year was Grace Stabadine this year, which was amazing. Both Kyle and I were in, t- in attendance, but Kyle was involved the day before with some some big names. What well, that, well, that was uh, that was before the Santa run, and then so it's a busy week, really, isn't it? It's been uh, you yeah. know the the Saturday sa- Saturday started off with a, a good session with uh, with Cameron Strachan, uh, Miles Edwards at the beach. So we did it was eight by a mile. It was maybe ten, mind you, but it was bloody icy, and uh, I think we we weren't feeling the best. Uh, I was up all night trying to uh, look after Logan. He was he was up the whole night. You know, he's sitting down again, but so I was a bit tired on the Saturday, but did the session, I think about between 5.05, so 5.08 sort of pace for each of the miles. Nice. Quite, quite happy with that. Um, and then it was straight to Aberdeen Sports Village for the Festival of Sport, Tom. Um, and this Festival of Sport is organised by BBC, so the BBC Personality of the Year. So we, uh, they, they took the, 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 basically the whole facility closed down for this Festival of Sport at Aberdeen Sports Village. So, I was quite proud to be a part of it, but you know what the funniest thing about the whole thing was, Tom? What? So I was on the I, I didn't know I was on the call list, and I, I was as a, as one of the local um, sports people. <laughs> so I was like, I think one of you know one of the members of staff said, I, I've you know I've in the past I've run for GB in the the World Ultra Trail Champs. So I was like, oh well, I'll take my GB kit then and uh, show face uh, and and kind of make, mingle about the tumble later. So if anyone doesn't know what the tumbleator is, basically it's a big. It, they they have them in some of the marathon expedition uh, expos at London. Is that thing that is that thing that Mo Farah was fanning around on? Aye, before the yeah. event. So it's basically yeah. a massive treadmill, um, and the the idea is to run at uh, the world record, the marathon world record pace uh, set by Elliot Kipchoge, uh, or the female marathon world record. So, um, so I was like, right, well, I'll, that's a great opportunity for us to, to, you know, new people coming through the doors at ASV, uh, and I'll, I'll mingle with them, tell them about a little bit about running, um, and uh, yeah, just try and yeah, encourage them to, to join ASV, not join ASV, but uh, try and encourage them to take part in sports. So it was great. Um, but I got there, and I thought Crammy, Steve, so Steve Cram was meant to be commentating. Uh, I thought he was commentating the whole day. Um, but no one was commentating. I thought there was a mic there, and I was like, right, well, I think this is maybe what I should be doing. So I got the mic and started commentating, and then 
And yeah, about three hours. So I was just commentating when people come on, they try and run the distance of Elliot Kipchoge. Or they just run, if they can't manage that pace, they'll just run on it for like 200 meters or 400 meters. And you'll give them a, a, you'll set them a goal to try and achieve that distance. So the idea, there was also a leaderboard as well. Um, uh, so, so anyway, before the Saturday, I actually had a go in the tumbler, Tom. And I, mm-hmm. and I got, I ended up doing a mile at Kipchoge's pace, which is 4.32 a mile, I think it is. Okay. So I managed it one mile, and then I was like, right, I've got a, I've got an interval session, uh, the, the ten by a mile the following day. So I just went to a mile, and that was it. Uh, so so anyway, I did it again later on, but I'll come on to that story in a wee minute, okay? Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, so I uh, yeah, so I sorry, I'm uh, I'm trying to multitask here. I'm I'm good. Check your notes and and see if you can see this uh, bit in the show notes, Tom. Mm-hmm. What, I'm, what I'm typing just now is the duration of where uh, I am in this this wee episode on on the BBC iPlayer. Uh, mm-hmm. So anyway, so I'm 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 yeah I'm commentating. Crammy Crammy turns up about three o'clock or something, half two, three o'clock, and and, and takes over the mic. Says, "Hi, hi, Kyle. How you doing?" He didn't say "Hi, hi, Kyle." He's like, "Hi, Kyle. I'm huh. Steve." Uh, and I was like, "I know who you are." Uh, <laughs> so. It was like, right, so he takes over the mic, he starts commentating. Now, he's a professional, he does that for a living, you know, so I'm rambling away as per usual. Um, so it was quite nice to get a breath, uh, get a, a breather, and, and I thought that was it. And then Krabby comes back to me about 45 minutes in, saying he's away for refreshments. So I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll take over, so he asked me to take over the mic again. Um, now I, So I thought he would come back in 20 minutes or so. But an hour and a half later, he comes back. <laughs> And my voice by this point is gone. You know, I can't even speak anymore. And I'm like, oh, I hope someone turns up uh, to take over the mic because I'm I'm running dry here, folks. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's this massive queue of people trying to get in the tumble later. Um, but it was great fun. You know, it was it was great great to to get so many people on. Um, so then Alison Kerbishley was there too. So she's an Olympic 400 meter former uh, Olympic. I don't know what she got. Was that a silver medal? She was certainly uh, an Olympian and, and did very well. Um, so she she turns up with Crammy again, and and she says, right, Kyle, we're gonna get you're at the top of the leaderboard at the moment. Let's get you back on the tumbler. So I was like, all right, okay, no problem. Uh, well, I didn't say no problem. So I did a session, so I was a bit tired. So I went on it, and then everyone assembled. There's about 200 people, uh, you know, cheering me on. And what did I have, Tom? This is an absolute dream for me, anyway. Steve Cram was commentating while I was running for a mile. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, everyone was like, go on, you can push the mile, you can get the mile. And I'm like, oh, man, there's no way. I got to half a mile, I thought, I'm out. And I was like, but there was so <laughs> many people. And then he started. But we, anyway, we've got the, we've got a wee bit of the um, the, the episode. So I'm going to try and uh, find it. If you just give me, give us one second. Did you find it, Tom? Do you know, I think, I think we're doing you a disservice, mate, by doing the audio. I suggest that you share the video. Video is better than the the video is better than the audio. We'll put a link to it on the on the video. Aye. So anyway, back back to anyway. I got my little moment of fame. Uh, I was absolutely delighted with that. Um, but yeah, it made my it made my uh, it made my evening. That's for sure. But I ended up winning some uh, spotty tickets from it. So I ended up getting uh, better seats than the ones I had before because they were right. They, they, I don't know how good they were, but. Um, so, so that was good. So I was right at, right at the front on the left side of at the BBC Sports Personality of the Year. So I was delighted with that. Um, 
But it was it was good. But before anyway, after that, folks, I ended up um yeah, I ended up doing the Santa run, the Santa run, organising that Aberdeen Santa run. Uh, we just had under four hundred Santas running and raising money for charity, so it was brilliant. It was it was great. Um so yeah, we had the drummers drumming, we had Christmas music, we had stall holders, we were making candy floss, fudge, you name it. We had Olaf, a mascot, Olaf. We had, uh, we even had STV News coming in. and uh, interv- uh, So it's going to be on TV as well. So lots of things happened. Nice. And then it was straight to the Sports Personality of the Year after that. So it was uh, a busy Sunday. But what did right, Anyway, we're rambling on. But let's let's talk about the Sports Personality of the Year. So Tom, you were there. I was there, yeah. We, um, well, so the winner, it was. Well, as we'll come back to the show. So Ben Stokes, here, uh, sports personality of the year. So we were, I don't know, we we got with a few friends for it, and we were all throwing it around the room, and the general consensus seemed to be that it would be Dean Asher Smith. Now, I, I I thought it would be Ben Stokes because I think the cricket vote would pull it, and I think that I think that I, okay, we're heavily biased here. I think Dean Asher Smith should have got it. Dean Asher I think, Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You think of what she's, you know, what she's done, and she's taken on individually, taken on some of the sprint absolute greats at the moment in in what she's doing on the track, and uh, I think that that's what she's done is unprecedented. Now, I've done it wrong. I've got nothing against Ben Stokes. I think what he did was incredible, but I don't know. It's, they, uh, I, you know, they didn't win the Ashes. No, they oh, okay, they drew it. My 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 sort of question about I know it's the sports personality of the year, but. You know, cricket, football, this is maybe a little bit biased, but, you know, one person doesn't win a, a championship, do they? So, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's it's a little bit like, you know, True. one person in, in cricket wins it, or football, rugby. I know this, you've got your golden nuggets in, in team sports, but, mm. you know, surely is there not a little bit more um, bias in individual sports where there's a little bit more of a measurable result in terms of yeah. performance and things or is that I guess the, I guess the thing for Ben Stokes is he hit what 130 something and not out to tie the ashes which was in, which was incredible and that is amazing and actually what it really struck me is I didn't I, there was no Olympics this year there was, obviously there was world championships in athletics and there was a cricket world cup there was a women's football world cup obviously the rugby world cup and actually I kind of realised do you know what a lot of good things went on this year and do you know what I I found it was an amazing event. It was a really interesting to see behind the scenes, to see sort of the slickness of the BBC and how they organise it. But I just came away so inspired. I mean, there's so many great things that happen in sport. And, I mean, you know, we talk about the amazing moment with Doddy Weir uh, getting the Helen Rosenthal um, Award. There was Tanny Gray-Thompson getting her Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, and we had uh, Gareth Thomas talking about, you know, some of his difficulties. And sport is such a, it's such a powerful tool. And it's kind of... It, it was really, I don't know, I found that I came away from that thinking, you know, to have sport in your life is amazing. And it's such a, it's such a privilege to have sport in your life. And not everyone does. And you see what the great things to do with sport relief is amazing. And, you know, I, you kind of take it for granted that you, that we, we are runners. We've got, we're in a running community. We've got running friends. And, you know, it's, there's a, I guess if you don't run, you don't listen to this. But it, I, That's you know. That's true. Some but if anyone, anyone, who, anyone who stumbled upon this podcast and is still 15 minutes in and doesn't run, start take up running. Get involved in a club. <laughs> get involved up. in a running community. 
There is so much good out of sport. Now, I'm speaking to someone who is... I'm never going to have a national vest. I'm never going to win an Olympic title. I'm not going to win many races, if any. But I get so much out of running. And, you know, you hear people with mental health struggles and whatnot. And I find running such a... There's so much good out of it. And I think it is... You know, I've got guys who I go for... I run with my mates for an hour. And if you need to speak to someone, you've got an hour of someone's ear to speak to. And it's... It's it's amazing, and actually that that whole evening, I I was just blown away by the power of sport and how how much good goes on there. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant, I, and I'm yeah, it was a great a great event to attend. I've got to say though, like I never expected Kipchoge to be uh, coming to Aberdeen, the Granite City. My man Kipchoge, what's that about? Wait. So where was he running this morning? Because there's no way his agent is letting him out right on those icy pavements. Oh, absolutely not. No, I, I, he must. I think he's, he took the. I mean, the Tumblr uh, left Aberdeen Sports Village on the Saturday evening. He arrived on Sunday, no doubt. Uh, so he probably got the Tumblr set up, you know, in the and his his five star hotel, hotel suite, no doubt. But Do you uh, know what? I think I it was amazing to see him, right? I mean, and I say see him, you know, see him from what 50 meters where we were sat away from him. But my only thing about that is that is not good use of the BBC, the tax of the BBC license for bears money. Wait, what am I, I mean, he, I mean, he's. A, I felt a bit bad for him. He was obviously nervous. Hell of an audience to speak to. Yeah. English is not your first language. I mean, an amazing man. But it, it was a. Uh, he was on too brief. Also, he. I guess he is the overseas personality is now international sports star of the year, and he'd already been given his trophy. What was that about? Like, yeah, surely, presented why? to him on stage. Exactly. Like, you know, tell him, you don't need to tell anyone, Kipchoge, but can you, do you mind, uh, you know, keeping a hush-hush until the night? Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe word leaked out that, you know, he, he just couldn't, couldn't believe is it, is, that he got World's, BBC World Sports Personality of the Year and shared it amongst uh, his Insta followers. Who knows? I doubt, yeah, I doubt yeah. that very much. But, I, I, do you know what? I must say, like, there was a lot of global stars there, but, like, you know, he didn't really get, he got a reception, but, he didn't really get much of a reception, given that this is one of the fastest men on earth ever, and uh, in Aberdeen of all places. I just, yeah. I thought, but there would have been a little bit more of a buzz having Aberdeen, you know, this guy in Aberdeen. But I mean, there was a lot of a lot of sporting sporting stars, and not just sporting stars. Your man Lewis Capaldi and Emily yeah. Sandy from from Afford, where my hometown. Well, my uh, hometown in terms of where I currently am, anyway. So. Yeah, I, I just thought with the Kipchoge, I don't know, it was a missed opportunity. They they kind of, they didn't interview him very well. You know, they, they, they should have got TRS involved. They should have asked us to go and sort of, and, you know, you know really, keep, as a couple of runners, you know, speak his own language. Oh, I come to the Santa run, you know. Or, 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 or Aberdeen <laughs> Park run. Well, I, was, I was saying, I'm surprised he didn't rock up at the turkey trot, get a 10-mile tempo as a go, <laughs> yeah. cheeky win as well. Exactly. Put, try and put a bit of pressure on lack of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, imagine that, though, you like turn up and Kipchoge's there, and you're like, what? That's crazy. That'd be amazing. I'm yeah. surprised more top runners don't do that, just like just for shits and gigs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'd be, I was trying to get, uh, you know, a celebrity, sporting celebrity star in the back of sports personality of the year to start the Santa run, but my, uh, oh, really? you know, it didn't, it didn't really, it didn't come to fruition. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, it's, uh, I, I thought it was a fantastic night. Um, yeah, it was, it's been a busy weekend for me anyway. And, uh, and yeah, it was, I just thought it was, you're right. I mean, big doddy wear, like that was, I had a massive yeah. lump in my throat. I, you know, it's, it's charity work and, you know, all the money yeah. that he's raised. 
and uh, in you know, the battles of with MND that he has now, it's um, it's really sad. Uh, you know, he's 49 years old, and and you know, it's it, that was for me. That was one of the. But anyway, another thing is, I was walking the ASV uh, to, in the Saturday morning, right, and um, I was like, right, this guy, like, I was I was almost at the the main entrance, and this guy didn't know didn't know where he was going or anything. Came out of the taxi. And uh, and I was like, aye, aye, mate, how you doing? Are you here? Are you coming to the festival of sports? Like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm coming along. And his name was Kieran Thompson. Now, Kieran Thompson oh, won the, cool. the Unsung Hero Award. And yes. and he and I, I didn't know anything about him, but uh, he was like, so what? What are you doing here? Is like, oh, I'm up on uh, I'm up as a nominee for the BBC Sports Unsung Hero Award. And I thought that's great. Uh, I was like, oh wow, it was it's good just to say hello. You never know who you'll you'll meet. And um, and then he was like, ah, you'll see me on, you'll no doubt see me on stage, but I doubt I'll win. And then all of a sudden, he didn't even announce anyone, and big Kieran Thompson gets the, gets the prize. And I was like, yeah, go Kieran. Now, Kieran also had a shot at the tumble later. I think he lasted about five seconds, but, <laughs> you know, it was it was quite quite good just to have that, like, just a genuine guy uh, who does a lot for his sport and, um, you know, voluntary work. I thought it was fantastic, so. The VT for him was real. I was, I mean, again, what a man work he does. But do you know another real highlight for me was to see Coach of the Year go to uh, Dean Asher Smith's coach, uh, who and to see that award go to a volunteer coach. We're not talking about a Premier League paid coach. We're not talking about someone who's paid to manage a rugby team. We're talking about a volunteer coach who coaches athletics, like the type of guys we're seeing trackside. Yeah. I mean, that is amazing. That's yeah. so. For a man like that to get it is brilliant, and he's, the fact he's he's coached it for so long, it really you know as, as someone who's involved in an athletics club, that's absolutely brilliant to see that sort of recognition, and it shows that what you can achieve with people who genuinely love the sport. You know, this guy he's not he's not getting paid to do that by her. You know, he is he is coaching her because he loves the sport, and he obviously he's, just loves imparting that knowledge and seeing athletes get better, which is which is brilliant. And that was I thought that was a real highlight. I also thought, well, 16 years he's been coaching her for. And, yeah, and, and, amazing. You know, and she stood by him as well, which is brilliant. Uh, so he obviously is, he knows his stuff and has done a great job. And uh, well, yeah. It shows what consistency is all about. The number of times you see athletes who change coach and, you know, and I'm, I'm sure there are good reasons sometimes they change coach, but I think consistency is, you know, we've talked about this on before in terms of athletics, it's not necessarily what you do in the last six weeks, it's what you've done in the last one, two, three years. And, oh, even, and really even longer than that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. so that was really cool. Um, I'm really sorry, his name escapes me, actually. That's uh, that's terrible. Um, I will find it. Sorry, I've, I've, <laughs> I'll know it when you see it. So anyway... Uh, John, John Blackie. John that's Blackie, it. that's the guy. Uh, another Black... Uh, Ian Black as well. Uh, so a local <laughs> celebrity too... Um, I didn't really know much about him. I didn't realise he's so big. Like, I mean, you know, Ian Black, he was a former swimmer, European champion, world record holder back in the 60s. And he lives in Aberdeen. He's born in Inverness. What? Didn't know anything about that, eh? I'd, I'll be honest. I'd never heard of him, which I was quite ashamed. But I know he's on the, the board. We've got like a sports person uh, board, uh, Hall of Fame at ASV, and, and his name's on it for swimming. So I kind of knew of him, but it, it did take me a... You know, I was like, Ian Black. So I didn't expect him to come up. But it was good to also see Dennis Law, you know, the soccer legend, uh, yeah. finishing it off and announcing the... Soccer? 
Soccer? Soccer? Dennis Law's a legend. There's a big statue man in my way. He's a football saying. legend, mate. What are you, Yank? <laughs> it's soccer. Did I say soccer then, did I? You said soccer. Oh, sorry, I didn't even know. See, sometimes, folks, I, when I'm speaking, I don't actually know what I'm saying until I listen back <laughs> and I'm like, bloody hell, did I just say that? Uh, so apologies in advance. If there's anything that's uh, offended anyone, I'm, I'm sure that's not what I would have meant. Would have would have been trying to achieve, no <laughs> doubt. So that's my disclaimer, folks. Um, anyway, I think we've rambled on enough about BBC Spotty. I'm not sure if we've talked about all of it in our weekends and our training, but uh, but we're going to try and keep this one in a tight time scale tonight, folks, because uh, there's uh, there's a lot to do this week for everyone and, and for certainly Tom and I, and, and uh, yeah, we want to also have a little bit of a break. We've been doing this for every week, almost every week. I think maybe once or twice this year we've maybe missed a short and that's it. So we're... Uh, yeah. We're going to have a little rest in, in China. Winter break in like the Premier League. Exactly. A wee winter break and uh, I think hopefully a well-deserved one and, and focus all our efforts on the Tilly 10K on the 28th of December, eh? Do you know, I've been thinking a lot about sort of long-term timings and future of, of TRS and one thing I, I think we should do at some point is is cup this at a season. And well, like say, right, right, season one ends at this time and take a break. I think, uh, well, I'm going to disagree. I think the show must go on, Tom. Every week, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but what I, but what we what we need is we need help from our friends, our TRS friends, yeah, our TRS do. fans, because yeah. it's it's you know as much as it is a, a two person job, if we can get a bigger TRS fan base and and uh, support, I think we can make this the the biggest running podcast there is. Uh, you know, to to grace SoundCloud, I think so. So um, on the notice of so, this, right? So, have you received PB Magazine yet this week, this P- month? PB Magazine? No, I haven't. PB Magazine is. Yeah. PB Magazine is a Scottish Lex outlet, out, yeah, out, yeah, um, yeah. monthly quarterly thing. Anyway, this one came out this weekend, and t- the picture of a TRS tweet that I threw out there during the World Championships marathon that is a, is pictured on in PB magazine. Really? We, so we've we've we've, we've made, made it. it. We've made it. We can stop. Scottish Alex are using us as a media <laughs> reference. We can stop. We can uh, we we can we can cap the show. Uh, but uh, we must say it is quite hard to to do a podcast every week because there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. Exactly. Such results like it does. You know the the information that we provide just doesn't come. Uh, you know, come off the cuff. It, it comes, uh, you know, with with a lot of research and. Yeah, believe lot... it or not, there is a bit of preparation <laughs> yeah. that goes on behind the scenes. And also a lot of editing as well. I mean, the, yeah, that's I'm the going to be part, honest, isn't it? I'm going to be honest. Like, see some of the things that we say before offline. Like, the, we would dread for it to go online, wouldn't we? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying yeah, we slag absolutely. off anyone. We're not. We're not. But you know, we. Uh, there's things that because basically when we're recording, we. You know, Tom calls me. Uh, he then records the show, but then he has to cut the offline content. Now, there's gonna. Be, I'm hoping, dear God, that if that ever happens, it's it's clean and it's, it's a clean week. Yeah. It's a clean week, you know, because uh, there's been a few near misses, eh? There have been. There's one particular <laughs> near miss. And I think I there was one. Well, one was. I, I I was I was very worried that one week when <laughs> the outro was left on. Yeah. So yeah, so that that close call, Tom. That was. But I'm going to make a plea out to the TRS fans right now. Um, if that ever happens and you're one of the first to listen to the show and you download it, please contact us immediately so we can remove it. Uh, yes. So no one else downloads it and 
and, and tarnishes our, our reputation or what's, <laughs> yeah. what's left of it. Future TRS may be at stake. Yeah, yeah exactly. Future's in your hands, listeners. Exactly. So if you do want the TRS show to, to go on, you know, you've got to, you've got to support us. So, so talking about the support, what sort of support should the, or, or, or do we need for TRS to, to continue, Tom? So we need, what do we need? We need positive reviews. Positive reviews. That's number one. Number two. I mean, we need more. I what I think would be excellent in twenty twenty is to get more guest, uh, more guest presenters. I think so, because uh, yeah. So if anyone does, you know, want a hand in, in presenting, uh, interviewing guests, but also, I mean, we what we have eight hundred to a thousand episodes, uh, listens. On on average per episode. Yeah, I think it's more now, than that when, recently. Yeah, so we 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 started this thinking we might get our mum, dad, or granny, or granddad, or uncle, or auntie, and that's it, you know. And we'll ask them to, you know, refresh the listen the listener uh, page, uh, to keep listening, so that we can add this boost the stats. We don't have to do that luckily anymore. Um, but uh, but but what's what's interesting is we've got that number of episodes that lis- listeners listeners listen to the show. Wouldn't it be great if they could all network, network with whoever you know, if you know any guests, guests who would come on, they've got an interesting story, they don't have to be the world record holder, they can just have a really interesting, inspiring story that we can put on the TRS and, uh, and, and, and hopefully uh, that, that guest will inspire others, uh, other listeners um, in whatever thing that they're wanting to push out. So that would be great. That's, that's what I want. The TRS New Year resolution... For the fans, is to network more with your your colleagues, spread the word, like a review, um, like and review the TRS, and, and hopefully we'll gain more traction in the world of podcasting. And and the other thing is right. So this is you know we talk about volunteers. Not this is a voluntary out- outfit. Let's, that's what it is. But it's nice to get the occasional uh, perk. So we've had free entries to great run events, which is great. We've had. Um, we've got free headphones as a thanks to Aftershocks, who are uh, a current supporter of ours, and a, we'll talk more about those headphones later in the show. But they are fantastic and a game changer for me in terms of running in the dark at, at night. But um, yeah, if you are a TRS listener and you've got you know of a, a company or group that you think might be interested in partnering up with us, put us in touch because we've we've spoken to loads of companies. Some slam the door, some listen, some give us some freebies. And you know we really want to continue building that. So uh, it's it would be if you've got so your mate runs your mate would be up for getting putting his name to an episode and sponsoring us. Put him in touch. We're more than more than keen to to look at those sort of avenues. Absolutely, Tom. That would be a, a fantastic uh, Christmas present, New Year um, present for us, eh? To keep Indeed. the to keep the show going. So. So, right, so. Oh, I'm gonna well, as we move on. I'm gonna lead with some very exciting news that came out uh, today. They've announced the Scotland teams for the Run Sterling, which Andy Butcher is leading, which is cool. Right. And, and uh, our 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 better half of the the Bryan family, Fiona Bryan's also in. She is. So that is I'm so proud and so pleased for it. So well deserved. So the Scotland team. This is for the. The run, I think it's called run. It's not called run Sterling. Run Sterling. Run it's called Sterling. run Sterling. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So run Sterling, which is the which is going to incorporate their an inter counties match. Is going to incorporate the inter districts cross country, 
and it's going to essentially become what we used to have with the great um, the great Edinburgh Cross and the great Stirling Cross. So the Scotland team has been announced for that. So that's Andy Butcher leading the team, Jamie Crow, also Central AC, Johnny Glenn, Inverclyde, and Lachlan Oates of Shettleston. And on the women's side, Mary McLennan, Inverness Harris leads that team, Annabelle Simpson of Fife, Fiona Bryan, Metro Aberdeen, and Nick Mulholland of Inverclyde. So that's really cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations to all the selectees. And um, we also had the junior, I think there's, there's quite a few. Uh, you've got the under-23s as well. It's a pretty stacked field. I think, um, you know, Scotland are doing really, like, I think they'll, they'll be a, certainly a force to be reckoned with at the, oh, the yeah. Run Sterling event. So when is it, Tom? Is it in January, is it? It is, yeah. It's on Saturday, 11th of January. Now, there's an open race, which I think I might go down and do. Oh, nice. Which is is that cool. a trail race or is that a cross-country race? I think it's a cross-country. I need to yeah. I need to look into it more. In fact, I've got the entry up here because I was looking at it the other day. It's, uh, yeah, because it's the British Cross Challenge. That's right. So that's so, going to be a, be a stacked field anyway. Absolutely. So that'll probably be my first uh, foray back into hard running. Um, although, actually, no, I'll tell you before that. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, just as you say, Cal, under 23 is worth mentioning. Ben Greenwood, who was second East District seat, Perth Strathtay's in there. Jack Leach of Edinburgh Uni, Max Malarvey, VP Glasgow, and Hamish Hickey, essentially, see her on there. On the women's side, it's Holly Little, VP Glasgow. I think Holly was the Scottish Uni's champ, was she not? Yeah, it was. Think, yeah, Holly, she was. Holly yeah, Holly Jack Holly, Leach, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kerry McAngus, Kilbarkin, who is a regular name mentioned on here. Zoe Flug of Edinburgh Uni Hare and Hounds, and Constance Nankerville of Edinburgh Uni. Which is oh, cool. I like it. Wow, oh, I love it. So, uh, so that was the. So that's the news. I see you've got something else in the news section, Tom. What is it? Women's 10K in Edinburgh. What's. Yeah, What's so about this? I saw some news and I thought, you know, one thing we're bad at is not giving heads up in new races. So I saw a bit of news I thought was worth sharing that the organisers of the men's 10K in Edinburgh are introducing a complimentary women's 10K in autumn 2020. So it's the company who organised great, uh, sorry, the Edinburgh Marathon Festival and the Scottish Half Marathon, um, and they've set up this new race. So you know, I thought giving people a bit of heads up. So Sunday the 25th of October there will be a women's only 10K in Edinburgh, which is quite cool. Um, and it's it's out there to be a, a proactive, challenging way to engage women in physical activity and promote health and well-being all year round. So really cool, I think, good event to have in there. It's a sort of no judgment, no stigmas type thing to get more women into into athletics. And and if having a sort of let's be honest, safe environment where it's not a big stressful competition, it's a it's a just a, a women's yeah. only 10k. That's cool, and hopefully that gets more people into the sport. I think that's brilliant. Um, now there used to be the our both one. Is that not? Are they still doing that? Did we not have a chat that they're, they're not doing that in, anymore or something? Or was that the men? That's, something anyway. But that's news to uh, me. I think the yeah. Arbroath Smokies is quite popular, so I'd be surprised if that's not going ahead. No, I think it's maybe. Sorry, I think it's something else. Uh, in fact, I've, I've got it here. It's the. Uh, I'm just loading up just now. It's the. I think it's the Glasgow Women's 10K. Officially, ah, the right, Great okay. Women's Run yeah. did not play, take place in 2019. Uh, it's just a news article I, I've just checked out in this Run ABC. So anyway, that's uh, I think that was attracted quite a lot of numbers, and I, I'm sure the one in Edinburgh will, will do the very same. So yeah, I think it's a great great to see, and uh, yeah, hopefully it'll it'll take off as well. Mm. Really. So right. um, yeah, race results. So yeah, race results. Now on the spirit of chatting about your your. Um, <laughs> Your 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 uh, your better half, Tom, Fiona Bryan. 
I think uh, she had a fantastic win at the Lossy Mouth Turkey Trot, 10-mile turkey trot. She and, did. And, and in my eyes, Tom, I think I think Fiona's up for the TRS run, Runner of the Week. Oof, that's a... Do you know, that didn't even cross my mind. That's an interesting call. Very interesting. So, yeah, so the Lossy Turkey Mouth... Turkey Mouth? Lossy Mouth Turkey, turkey mouth. Trot. <laughs> turkey Mouth. Yeah. Turkey Mouth. That, this race will... So the Turkey Mouth is a 10-mile race. It's the North District 10-mile champs as well. Uh, I've been up there the last couple of years to watch Fiona. Re- I, I really want to run this race, and I'm so annoyed. I seem to be... December's proven to be a bit of a pain in the arse month for me injury-wise, but next year I'm going to hopefully run it. Anyway, results. Won by Lachlan Oates, Shettleston Harris in 52-53. Second place and the overall North District champion, James Wilson, 54-34. Murray Roadrunner, so well done, James. Uh, pleased to see that one. And third place just behind him was Gordon Lennox, who I understand is now Highland Hill Runners, 55-03. Hot off the press. Tra- sure. That yeah. transfer news is hot off the press listeners so the papers might not even be through yet it's that hot <laughs> it's not on the yeah. sats website so no. if you're the if you're the Vanessa higher secretary and you're, you're hearing this for the first time sorry why we said sorry it's not our fault to be fair in gordon's defense he was in a black vest he had no oh, colors he? he had no colors on so <laughs> he was uh he didn't have any club colors on that's uh highland hill runner the, the the squad's start starting to take shape you've got your man lennox you've got uh, uh who else have we got Rob Sinclair, yeah. Uh, who else? <laughs> Just, I think no. I've run dry. Maybe I've made. Boy, uh, there was, I saw someone else in there who was. Okay, anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I'm whatever. sure there's a few other decent runners there. Uh, my mind's gone blank. It's uh, one one can of Elvis juice has, has, uh, has sent me to. <laughs> sent my brain nice. into uh, smithe, smashed into smithereens. So. Um, so the other event, so yeah, so that's the male side of things. So what about the female side, Tom? So on the women's side, it was a win, as we say, for my better half, or my faster half, Fiona Bryan, 58-44. So solid run for Fiona. I think she would have liked to go a bit quicker, to be honest. Um, but she's, uh, yeah, that's um, a wee bit icy, I think, potentially. Um, second place, really good run. Also, my travelling, Kerry Prize. We've mentioned Kerry here before. Kerry, of course, being the Lyra Grew winner. Uh, Kerry won that in sixty. Uh, sorry, second place in sixty twenty two, and third place was Amy Hudson. Inverness Harriers in sixty twenty eight. Wow, that's some fast times for the girls. Good it job. Is, yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so it's definitely a, a, a race that I would love to do. I know Lossy Mouth. The, there's also the Can Lost to Lossy Half that's in mm. February, and that's also really. It always the, tends to be a fast course, point to point. If you get a little tailwind, you want a winner, folks. So, mm. PB potential, folks. Um, and it's a it's a local event. It's uh, and it, it tends, you know, a smaller event, uh, club event. So, yeah, definitely get yourself signed up for that one as well if you're keen. Um, so we also had the Borders Cross Country League meet down this down in the south of Scotland. So we, uh, yeah, a few a few decent results there. We had Owen Lennon. Winning in 23:40, Carnethy Hill Running Club, Mark Shanky, Heart Hunters, Bog Trot, HBT. There you go. Second place, Tom, and third place also in HBT. Uh, Alex Luchford. So that's what they've been. That's what they've been doing. They've been tapering for the Borders Cross Country <laughs> uh, League. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the, the the HBT guys are you know top ten. One, two, three, four. You've got five in the top ten at the you know males in the. In the HBT guys in the the good old Borders Cross Country League, so that's right. what they've been doing. After we after we slammed HBT last week, we've had no reaction. 
Have you not? So well, we know you... for sure they don't listen no, I, to TRS. I, I, I listen so back. There's no point in Brown nosing them. They do. They, they, they do listen. They do listen. Jill Stevens. Jill Steve, I think Jill Stevens is the only one. She listens out no, of No, no, no. There's, there's a few other guys who listen to it. I was promoting the show at that awards night. The the awards, I think it was an awards, I can't remember, it was only nine months ago. Um, but anyway, so that's the male side. The female side, uh, where are we? We First female, I believe, was Kirsten Maxwell. Uh, and second female, Kirsten Max- Maxwell's from Gala Harriers. We then had Laura Blazy, Portobello Running Club, in second place in 3043. Third place was Julian Carr, Moorfoot Runners, uh, also first uh, F40 as well. So good, good job for Julian there. Um, and that's the, uh, that's the Borders Cross Country League for you. Next race. So don't open the results, right? I'm going to talk. You haven't opened the, the next race results, have you? Nope. Right, because I want to, I want to test, I want to see, get your, your feelings on this. So next, we're going to talk about a race we talked about last week, which we really want to do. It's on the, the what is a lengthy TRS hit list now, the cyclists versus harriers. So cyclists versus harriers. For those listeners who didn't listen last week or last year, we talked about it. It's organised by Urban Running Club, and it's a, a five mile, five mile race, I think. That basically it's on. Cross country, it's on grassland moorland pathways they describe it, and you can take a bike or run it on it, so it's fastest through the course. Now, Kyle, so a five mile race over grassland moor grassland moorland and pathways, and you saw a little bit of the weather on the weekend, so you know the conditions this uh, that would been. What do you think would win, the cyc- a cyclist or a runner? So. <clears throat> Is it Irvin? It's Irvin. It's Irvin, it? yeah. So is it where they have the cross country events? I don't know. I don't no, know where Irvin is. That's, well, it's grass. grass. It can't be that. Irvin's no, not is it? It's essentially, let's be honest, it's a sort of grassy, boggy field, I guess. The grassy, it's like a golf course. Um, now, I'm going to say because it was quite icy, I don't know, maybe not in Irvin because we're, the north of Scotland was cold and icy, the grass would have been probably a little bit more firmer underfoot, perhaps. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say a cyclist would have won because it would have been far more runnable. And you know, if you, I, I don't know, but okay. but then but then again, it could if it was icy, then the bikes would have trapped <laughs> themselves. So before I reveal which one, then, so what do you think a time five mile race? What would you expect to see a winning time in in terms of a, a bike and a runner on that? Five miles. Yeah. On a, I would say, wow, you know. Five minute mile, surely you could do a five, 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 ten minute mile on a bike. Have you gone up and down? Um, actually, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know anything about the course. It's, it's, so, uh, well, flatter. so you firstly you were right. It was a cyclist who won it. So congratulations to James Melville, who of Glasgow United Cycling Club, who won oh, it in congr- twenty. Congratulations to me for getting it right. Congratulations to you also. Form. He won it in twenty six seventeen. So what's that like five? Twenty six seventeen. Like five fifteen pace, something like that. That's all right, which but is, again, I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about the course, so it second, could be crap. second place was a runner, Kenny Neal, ARC Four. Kenny O'Neill, Ke- Kenny Kenny O'Neill, or Kenny, no, Neal. Kenny, Kenny Neal, crucially, <laughs> ARC Fourth in twenty eight oh seven. So he was about two minutes behind the cyclist. Third place, a cyclist, Air Burners, JP Baxter, who was twenty nine fourteen, and it was then all cyclists back down to sixth place. Sorry, to seventh place, which which was Niall McKillenden of Westerlands Cross Country Club. 
who was a uh, 29.45. So kudos to Kenny Neal, who put it amongst seven, seven cyclists, and he was he was he only got beat by one of them. Wow, that's pretty impressive. That's not bad. It depends how good the the cyclist was. If he's uh it could be how good is the cyclist? We don't know. Right, but it doesn't matter. He's still on a bike. Yeah, I know, but it depends what the course is like. Fair. If it's a hilly course, then, or if it's a flat. Right. The boy, the boy who won it on a bike it was an M50. The M50. Yeah, but oh, most cyclists are good when they're older, though, aren't they? Well, yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. I, anyway, I thought I, I'm really, I really like that event. It's really quite cool to see the results. So you've got a uh, cyclist or runner in the, in the results. So anyway, well done everyone who ran that. Um, actually, I'm just trying to see. Can, is there? A, do you know what? There's no men. There's no women. Actually, there is. 28th place. First woman was a runner. Yes, Lucinda Beresford, Westlands, uh, also thirty-three, thirteen, and that may just because I'm wondering if there's any female cyclists. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any. Oh, there was Lorna uh, yeah. Todd, Aerodynamic Track Club. I think that is. Well, uh, I'm not going to say well done, Lorna, because uh, she probably doesn't listen to the. No. Uh, she doesn't listen to TRS, no doubt. So yeah, well done the runners for beating the cyclists and there. Uh, but the yeah, show. Showing- but the sh- okay, so on that, I agree with you, Kyle. She's a cyclist. She doesn't listen. So this our call to arms is people based down in air um, next year. Come on, the runners. Let's see a runner winner. Yeah, next let, year. let's get the runners. If you want Tom or Kyle to come down and you know show them a pair, a clean pair of tires, and we'll certainly do that. Yeah, entries in the post, please. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, I'm bored of talking about results now, Tom. Well, uh, I'm going to I, talk about one more. Oh, We've got one goodness. more run because that's uh, I think it's worth talking about because it I've came on my, my radar. Na- my nachos, I can smell my nachos. Right, be, I'll be quick. Blast running. This is a new running group in Edinburgh. They had a 10k on the weekend there, which I think is cool. And I think they're a new group, so it's worth talking about them. They were they had a, a 10k, and I mean, okay, I'll give a very quick rattle of the results. Daniel McQueen, Pennycook Carriers wins in 34.51. Mike Berners-Lee, Helm Hill runners in 42.33. Duncan Robertson, 44.37. First woman, 49.59. Catherine Ramsey. Good to see a new running group in Edinburgh worth supporting. Done. There you go. Done. Right. Before we go, so I put up a post saying, ask Kyle, the Kyle and Tom episode, uh, a Q&A. Now, that's why I wanted to, I wanted to get onto the, some of these because we're, we're going to take a little break, folks, uh, during the festive season. Do you want to rattle through some of the questions? Yeah, can do. Let me just bring them up then. I've so, got them here. I'll have you go so for it. So the the first the, the first one. All right. Is, uh, Before we go into the questions, I just want to say, what do you mean by no holes barred? Well, I asked them. Um, I asked <laughs> Debbie if that was, you know, if that was uh, that if is that's a, is that if that's a saying. That's going in the Kyle it's Greg. okay to, to put that on. That's going in the Kyle Gregg uh, <laughs> phrase book. Everyone called me out on it. I thought I, I said to Debbie before I put up the post, is, is it okay to say no holes barred? Like, yeah, it's fine. And then I was thinking, am I getting am I getting the same mistaken from something else? I don't know. The the phrase you're looking for is no holds barred, which, oh, is, a, which is a wrestling terminology about you can use. There's no holds that are banned. <laughs> it must have been a. It must have been my uh, my predictive text. <laughs> yeah, no holes barred. I thought, what kind of questions are you asking here? <laughs> right, uh, anyway, yeah. on to the question. A, the... a cheeky little Kyleism there then, yeah? Exactly, we'll add to the list. Right, so, first one then. Do you want me to read it? And you can well, answer. Dave Andrews put, at what age should you be classed as old? Asking for a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's not a question, because he hasn't put a question mark. So, uh, yeah, but... Uh, I'm sorry, uh, 
Forty. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, uh, you know, next year. This is interesting, though. We, as as of next year, it just come to mind that next year, Tom, the next cross country season, uh, we can be competing in the Masters cross country event. Don't not say this it. cross. This is the last cross yeah, country season that we're not a master. How does that make you feel? Yeah, I know. I'm 34 now, mate. That's uh, it's happened. I know you are. I'm not. I'm not daft. I know you. It's, uh, it's it's very much on my mind that that's four the, days younger than older than me. The senior. I I'm still. I'll be honest. I'm clinging on the senior men's category till 40. Well, you're now a chairman too. You know, it's, you must be one of the youngest chair, club chairmans as well in the in the in, in the world of. Or the, the, the world of running. I saw there was like, some woman, run, some girl who was elected president of a country recently at 33, <laughs> which made me feel quite unaccomplished. Yeah. So if there's anyone, any club club runners out or uh, clubs running clubs out there, and you've got a chairman who's what thir- at less than 34 years old, let us know because we'll be uh, we'll be intrigued to know. Lisa Allen, who's the chairman of Fraserburgh, she can't be that old. She must be. She'll be. I would say she's, she's a veteran. Ages, ages she is a veteran, mind you. Ah, right, okay. Well, maybe no. She's a veteran. She she's won the she won the veteran prize at Fraserburgh Half. All right, okay. No, she's point. at least forty, I think. So you're dodging the question. What what age do you would you class as old then? Well, I don't really offend anyone here, so I'm. I'm that's not. <laughs> I said. I said if you listen, it wasn't a question. He didn't okay. put a question mark. So uh, <laughs> that, he he knows what old you know he knows he knows it's directed at him when we call him old man Dave. So that's because uh, we know too many Daves. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We need to distinguish the the Dave Andrews we're speaking about. So, um, but anyway, you know, age isn't a, a factor for Dave Andrews. You know, he's uh, he's been he's representing the Northern Ireland in the the Anglo-Saxon, not the Anglo, what's it called, the um, the hundred k, the home international, home international yeah. in Boston in, in the on the twenty third of May. So well done to Dave uh, representing his uh, his home he's country. A, so he's a hero. That'd be great. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's brilliant, brilliant work, and that's probably based on his result at the the World Twenty Four Hour Championships. So he was taking part in open race and had a great run there. So great job, Dave. And uh, I know you listen. And yeah, well, uh, I unfortunately won't be there because I've got a wedding that day. But yeah, good luck and yeah, smash it, dude. Get the training. We'll get some training runs we'll, in. We'll, we'll, we'll get them yeah. on before then. I actually was running with Dave at lunch today. We were we were talking up, oh, yeah. chatting, yeah, chatting about that. Yeah. Right. right. In well, terms I of the think... questions, one of them I find a bit. One my favourite question, but it's a it's a tough one to answer. Is what's the greatest race performance of all time, and what's your favourite performance of all time? Not a personal performance. Male, key... male and female categories apply. I'm gonna, so you asking me that question or am I asking you that question? I think we should both answer. So you go first. Well, right, say the question again then. What's Where the greatest it? race performance of all time? And secondly, what's your favourite performance of all time? Not a personal performance. I don't get the question. So what do you think is the greatest performance you've ever seen in athletics? Race performance and what's your favourite performance? Yeah, so for like, I don't know, if I take an example, my favourite performance is probably, I was, and again, it comes down to what you've watched, but I was blown away by Callum Hawkins this summer. But you, I think you would argue, it would be a tough one to say that's the greatest race performance of all time. Some people might pick out Yuki Kariuchi in Boston. That was a hell of a performance on a rough day. And, yeah. You know, the, you, then you might look at I me mean, sticking with Boston. I finished reading Jewel in the Sun recently, an excellent book about the 
uh, Alberto Salazar and um, Beardsley tussle on a very hot day, which is again incredible. So that's I think that I think that's where James is going. Yeah. So James Callender wrote in. Uh, thanks for that, James. So uh, I've I've got to say I think that for me, you know, the mayor, the female category in terms of greatest race performance has to be Paula Radcliffe's two fifteen, because that it blew away the that blew the that obliterated the world record. Yeah. Absolutely obliterated it at the it London Marathon. Me. She's a Brit as well, and, and it was just, I remember watching it, and I was, it was just jaw-dropping. It was like, she must, she's going to absolutely fold in a wee minute. And she didn't, she just kept getting faster and faster. And yeah. It was just incredible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if anyone hasn't watched that race, watch it. It's just phenomenal. Um, I'm sure it's on YouTube or something like that, but that's got to be my, yeah. I think that's the greatest race performance of all time for me. Um, what's your favourite performance of all time? I think it's got to be, and you know, this is a running podcast, doesn't have to be distance related, but I think Eugene Bolt's uh, 9.5 is just amazing. Nice. I think that's just something that, you know, as a, a running athletics enthusiast, watching that, the, you know, just, just this whole style, I think he brought a lot of um, fresh. You know, fresh blood into the sport. Um, it's you know, no offense. Athletics can kind of you need a little bit of personality in there, and and, and he he brought that, and I, I, it was just a pleasure to watch him race and to to smash it. You know, to get a time like that is just incredible, and that's not going to get beaten for some time, I don't think. So, but we say that you know that sub two hour mark. That's also there. I think you know that's maybe Kipchoge's yeah. sub two hour. That's not a race. It's a performance. Drugs are getting pretty good now as well. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. So uh, yeah, and so that I think that's probably where where I'm coming coming from, Tom. I so I think I like the so on the female. I te- I think you're spot on. I think you've got to go with. Um, I think you've got to go with uh, with Paula on the male side in terms of a greatest performance. And it's it could be any distance as you say. I think there's a there's a shout there for um, David Radisha. To front run like that at London was unbelievable. And then maybe it's because it's fresh in memory because it's you know modern times and we, we we saw it. That is, I thought that was absolutely incredible. And it was an Olympics when we didn't see. It wasn't like we were seeing records dropping left, right, and centre. And that really, I remember thinking that's incredible. In terms of, I mean, we're talking pure times here. There's things like, again, is it a race? But you could look at um, someone like Jasmine Paris. Oh, that's right. I mean, of course. As a, you talk about yeah. a champion or a command performance on the day, just delivering it. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable what she's what she's done. Especially in the ultra world, yeah. You, 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 and even we haven't even talked about people like your man. Uh, you know your man Jim Bomsley. You know his 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 victories in the you know breaking the world fifty mile record this year. Uh, Four fifty. That was your man. Uh, what's his name? Oh God, Jesus! What's his name? Come on, help me out here. What you thought? Which what? Fifty said... mile rec- world record. Who 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 did it used to belong to? You probably wouldn't know this, will you? No, I'm probably stretched on ultra. Bruce Fordyce. Bruce Fordyce. Bruce so Fordyce. 
Bruce for, for days. Cheeky Brucey bonus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really need to get. I I think. Do you know what? I I think we're gonna have to you know call the Q and A's uh, and maybe do our research before we ramble on. I, I think I actually think we should probably just do one. Just keep these coming once a month, once an episode because <laughs> we were gonna talk fifty minutes per question here. There's no way we're gonna just go through these. Nah, I was gonna say yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I can smell that nachos um, that is getting even more potent as as we keep continuing rambling. So, so the last, uh, so I'm just told. In fact, the one other one I want to throw out there, and we will maybe we'll mull this over. And actually, what we could do is put a Facebook poll out and let listeners throw their own suggestions in there. But the other one that, that came to mind for me, having read his book earlier this year, is uh, Emil Zatopek winning the marathon in 1952 at Helsinki, having already won the five and ten. That's I mean incredible. that's incredible. That yeah. is absolutely incredible. And I can't remember if I'm misremembering the book or not. I think he'd never done a marathon before. He pretty much rocked. He, I mean, he he was had it in mind to run it, but it's that is bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. I think he won he won it like two fifty or something. I'm trying to find his time here, but that's another one to put out there. And these are guys. You talk about Kipchoge doing the unthinkable. The problem is, it's not a problem, but I think a lot of people, I thought he was going to run under two hours. You know, it was very much on the cards. For a guy to rock up and win a marathon in a in an era where you're not running, you know, you didn't have all these fancy pants recovery techniques, having just won a five and a ten at the same Olympics. It's bonkers. Yeah, that is crazy. Especially when, you know, there's not what we know now about training and uh, t- technology and things. And yeah, what, what was his, do you know what his marathon time was? I'm not sure, but I've got so I've just got in Helsinki, right? So he ran the five thousand, where he closed with a fifty-seven-five, right? I mean that's sort of that's the type of thing people rave about um, Mo Farah for. Um, let me go. Ah, here we go. Here we go. I think I've got it. The marathon. He won it in two twenty-three. Bloody hell! Bloody in 19, hell! Nineteen fifty as well. Yeah, and he was it was two minutes clear. It's a great book, actually. That's another book I would recommend readers to listeners sorry, to read. Is the Zatapex? I can't remember what the name of the book is called. I'll find out and put it in the show notes. It's really good. And he won the ten thousand in twenty nine seventeen on July twentieth. And what date was? Let me check what day the marathon was. So that was July twentieth for the ten thousand. And then he turns it around to run the marathon in July twenty seventh. So a week later. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Jeez. Oh man. Well. I mean, so, right, he brought, he brought the 29-minute barrier in the 10,000, which is yeah. the first runner to break the 29-minute barrier. Uh, incredible. Incredible, man. Wow. So what do you reckon then? To put, we'll put, we will put out this week, over the Christmas week, we'll put out that question to listeners. Put your votes in, and then we will also do our own research, and then we'll wrap it up at the start of the year with what do we think is... And actually, maybe this is a good time to think about the first episode in January, we come back. What is your greatest Scottish performance of 2020? Oh, tell us. Tell us why as well. Don't just say what, why, yeah. the reason why as well. Because it doesn't have to be a world record or a no. Scottish record. It could be. Chris Richardson, could be something... London, 228. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Or Big Tom Roach and his 226 at Dublin. Yeah. Eh? You know? Ah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cal well, Greg, 30 hours at the UTMB. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my biggest achievement. Get to that start line and finishing the event. There we go. Quite right. Aye. Well, anyway, my TRS run of the week is Fiona Bryan. There's nice. no one else, I, I think, who deserves it more than Fiona. She's not just this week, you know, been winning the turkey trot. That's not why. I think 
Uh, also getting selected for the cross country, um, and uh, and also just her season. She's she's had a great season. Um, you know, coming back from injury as well, and and bouncing back and and winning events and and representing nationally has has been has been fantastic. So congratulations, Fiona. You're the TRS runner of the week. This feels a bit like when like some manager gives his wife employee the month. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy but uncomfortable. <laughs> what a day! What a day for her. I mean, Scotland Vest and TRS run of the week in the same day. Exactly. I mean, I mean, imagine that. Eh? Some people say your dreams don't come true. I mean, this is unbelievable. <laughs> it was like what my my dreams were made when Crammy comes along and takes over the mic when I'm commentating at the Tumblr, honestly. You should have seen my face, Tom. Oh. Well, I've seen it. I've watched the video, which we're going to share <laughs> We're going to share with the listeners. So the, the show, the show notes, we always say this, but please go to the show notes because we'll probably put it on Facebook as well because that seems to be a better way to get your attention, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, but yeah. There, we will have a video of uh, Kyle on the Travelator. Oh, well. honestly, the Tumblr, not the Travelator. That's the Gladiators, Tom. There's a difference. Okay. That's been trademarked. <laughs> Copy, yeah, right? uh, well, anyway, folks, well, thanks for listening to our ramblings. And uh, if we don't put out another show this this year, mm. uh, I'm sure we might. We might maybe put out something, you know, something sly. We've got a couple of really good interviews coming up, actually. So, so uh, what we might do, actually, I'm thinking out loud here, but what we might do is just 10 minutes of rambling Facebook Live at the Tilly 10K. Exactly. Well, there is that as well. So you know, if but if you really want, if you really want another another show uh, by the end of the year, folks, you know, you have to tell us and you have to you know put a petition in, and we might we might deliver for you. But but if not, and we don't get any feedback, that's fine. Too. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely fine. If there's no feedback, we're definitely doing another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm joking. Oh, God. Anyway, it's, so, it's schedule dependent. That's all. Yeah. Like we're both. Uh, yeah, we're just slammed. That and it sounds. I know it's, everyone's busy this time of year, but it's just. We're struggling to find the time to do this. So um, yes, if we don't if we don't speak to you again, listeners, have a great Christmas and a great New Year. Yeah, and uh, yeah, absolutely, and, and enjoy it. You know, enjoy the training. Don't don't uh, train too hard. You know, make sure you enjoy the festivities. And uh, yeah, likewise, if you do want to contact us, anything tartanrunningshorts at gmail dot com. We've got a website uh, made by our man Leo Connor. At uh, com, Facebook at Tartan Running Shorts, Twitter at Tartan Shorts. So, uh, yeah, do get in touch and, yeah, have a great new year, a great Christmas and a great new year, hopefully. Yeah, and that's the thing. And sp- speaking of new year, let us know what you want to hear about in 2020 and t- on TRS. Absolutely, yeah. And we'll come back bigger and better and uh, revive from a, or however many days' break that we have. Can I tell you what I want to hear on TRS in 2020? Tell me. I want a full, I want a weekly follow of Kyle Gregg following a plant-based protein diet. <laughs> Do you remember I said I was thinking of doing that? And it, yeah. it didn't happen. Like two days, you know, two days and I was out. I thought, nah, I like meat too much. Yeah, I do. I actually, so I've been getting goaded into it by some people at work, but I'm, I'm standing true to the to meat. But yeah, I, it would be very, that would be an interesting one to follow. The is that, uh, you know, that, uh, is it Game Changers on Netflix? Have a, yeah. Have a watch of that, but again, it's very biased on on uh, on on plant based diets, I think. Um, but but take you know have a have a have a watch, and you know you can form your own opinions. But I'm sticking to meat. You know we've we've done it for centuries, and uh, I think anyway, as far as I know, and it seems to be working for me. I think. 
So I'll, I'll stick to my chicken. I'll have it, you know, I have lots of plants in my, my diet anyway, but I do like a bit of chicken and turkey as well, you know. So. Like, I think we're actually on fajitas tonight, so. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Well, anyway, I better go. Nachos yeah. are ready, and uh, we're waiting to watch Elf the movie, so. Nice, very good. Yeah. Very good. Right, well, have a, yeah, have a great Christmas, listeners, and we will speak to you next year.